So we've just completed five farms in two days here in rural Greece and I've been really impressed with the resilience, the the innovation, the connecting up people and places are doing with each other, with their land. Uh, it's been, every farm was different. We had large cereal biodynamic farms, very aesthetically interesting herb farms, uh, first one of the first hemp farms in um in Greece um more herbs for making essential oil and um an urban garden in um Thessalonica so each place was completely different but what was really noteworthy I suppose was how um the farmers of the groups the last thing they were thinking about was subsidies they were thinking about finding ways to make their products interesting and relevant to people and finding ways to connect up with other people and other communities. They were also really willing to come up with new crops, new techniques to discover the the new and the old uh, through agroecological techniques, um, to try new products out, try new crops, try um, really just work out ways to, to come up with uh, new information where necessary. Um, for example, the farm where there was essential oils being produced, they were trialing seven different, three different plots, three different uh, organic systems on seven plots each, so 21 plots uh, with three different styles of organic uh, fertilizing. And they were doing this in a relationship with a university and they also were sent using basic sensors to take uh, lice and heat readings and this was all with a view to um, to find out what's the best way to produce essential oil um, from their particular crop in their particular fields so they were and they were also by engaging with the scientists as well they were helping to really catch very early on um, diseases and funguses and so on and this, the scientists were just at a very high level and well able to come up with ways for them to, to treat those organically as quickly as possible. So this is an example of just some of the, the you know production-based innovation but then also as well on the urban garden we saw social innovation because uh, our land in sort of potentially or possibly owned by the army or formerly owned by the army um, in a sort of a dynamic relationship between the army and the um, and the municipal authorities anyway, certainly you could say that about the land, um, was taken really by citizens to grow food and to have a place to meet, uh, a place of sort of peace in a, in a city context, um, in a city in, you know, where there's huge economic and social problems. Since the crisis started here in Greece, the, the urban garden really came up with sort of social innovation whereby people could, you know, come together in, in what's a reclaimed public space and engage uh, with each other and grow really good food for themselves. So really, and every everywhere had its own story in these five places over two days, having driven hundreds of miles all around rural Greece. So what this tells me is that there is great hope and optimism, really. Uh, people are willing to try new things and try to engage with each other and with new ideas, new practices and new technologies in an appropriate way um, to help themselves 
connect with people who want the, the products that they're going to be able to produce off their land. And in many cases, it's already happening. And in other cases, the relationships are, are getting deeper, which is significant. So can you tell me, Pavlos, where we're going to be over the next uh, two days? So we met a, a number of people in the European Rural Sustainability Gathering in Lake Plastiras on the mountains. Um, a couple of uh, projects I haven't heard of. So we're heading to the th plains of Thessaly. This is the largest uh, flatland of Greece. Uh, it's considered to be the um, breadbasket of Greece uh, as a country with many islands and uh, rugged terrain. Uh, there are not so many regions with like big plains where like uh, uh, high output uh, um, agriculture can take place. Uh, of course, this has had a lot of impact on the environment in terms of w water resource management, in terms of contamination of soils with uh, chemical fertilizers and pesticides. However, we are going to meet a number of very hopeful projects. We are going to the Trinity Farm to meet Alexandra Cianti, who is the first large-scale biodynamic cereals farm of Greece, uh, doing an amazing job, vertical production of uh, different cereals and legumes and fresh vegetables. Then we're going to head to the town of Larissa to meet... Uh, uh, to visit the, the Fkarpia farm, uh, a very interesting uh, farming project. Again, is a large farm which has dedicated a number of hectares in the cultivation of organic uh, Greek herbs. And also, those two farms are open farms, so they are visitable farms, multifunctional farms. Then uh, we are going to head to Thessaloniki, the second largest city of Greece, which um, uh, is emerging as one of the, let's say, uh, hotspots of uh, the social economy, solidarity economy. This is where one of the very first, uh, if not the first, and still surviving community garden uh, was developed, uh, Perka, uh, in a former army camp. And of course, uh, you can imagine the symbolism of like turning an army camp into a community garden. Then we are going to visit um, an organic oregano farm, uh, which also produces uh, uh, essential oils. So we are talking about uh, small farmers, small organic farmers adding value to their organic production. Uh, it is an experimental farm, um, collaborating with uh, universities and research projects to uh, do a number of environmental measurements uh, and sensing. So I'm pretty excited to visit those guys. Uh, look like they have a good merge of uh, traditional tradition and innovation, technological innovation. And then we're going to head south uh, towards Athens and make a stop at uh, the village of Kokina, uh, which is by the city of Volos, to meet Parmenion, who is uh, again a large-scale organic farmer of cereals. And uh, interestingly enough, one of the very first growers of industrial hemp in Greece, organic industrial hemp, hemp for the social cooperative Cannabio. 
Um, this is also quite interesting because uh, the crop uh, is being reintroduced in Greece after six decades of uh, prohibition and uh, bears a very promising story of uh, ecological and economic and social regeneration in rural areas. And I'm pretty excited about that because uh, all the places we are going are pretty isolated, mountains, deep in valleys of the beaten track and uh, I've never visited those projects uh, apart from Perka. I know some of the people for a number of times and I'm really excited to visit them with you. Mm -hmm.